Uh, once you've seen a six-month-old microwave, everything else is just old hat. Welcome in, everybody, to Talk of a Haunted House, a scary movie podcast. We're breaking down a bit more of an indie film this time, Terrifier, from 2016. It's our 39th episode overall. Season 2, episode 21, we're going to break down the plot of Terrifier. We'll have the funniest and scariest moments of the movie, the best kill, winner and loser, rate Terrifier 1 to 100 in our all-time scary movie list, and we'll discuss could this happen in real life and would we recommend the movie before all of that, wherever you are currently listening, whether it is Spotify, Spotify for podcasters now, uh, Anchor Breaker, Apple Podcasts, any of those, give us five stars, give us a review. We really want the five stars. It takes two seconds right now while we're introing. Just go on there, hit the five stars, but you can also leave a comment, what you like, what you don't like about us, about the show, about Terrifier the movie, about Killer Clowns, you know, anything along those lines. You can also follow us on social media. You can follow me, your co-host, Ryan King, on Twitter, at Ryan underscore King underscore now. You can follow the show and our co-host, Davis Dillingham, also on Twitter, at... You can follow me at the Real Double Ds on Twitter, just DS and no E's in between. And, of course, the podcast Twitter page, at Talk of the House underscore, all one word, underscore at the end. Um, if you're going to leave comments on the Twitter page, give us four stars. That's the place for uh, degrading people. So go with four stars on Twitter, five stars everywhere else. That's how that works. Um, true. Also, you're going to want to follow the Twitter page because every Wednesday? Wednesday. Yes, Wednesday. Wednesday. I yeah, always that's... forget if it's Wednesday <laughs> or Thursday. I literally always forget. Every Wednesday, <laughs> we tweet out the movie upcoming for. I wonder who the tweets podcast. it out. I wonder, I wonder who tweets it out. It's clear. <laughs> I have short term memory loss, so it's me who tweets it. I just yeah. immediately forget. <laughs> Anyways, Jesus. Um, you get to see what movie is coming up for the podcast mm-hmm. that week and go watch it if you want to get before. Get it in uh, before then. Also, go uh, throw your opinions on Killer Clowns on uh, Twitter. Mm-hmm. I feel like Who that's not the the first time uh, opinions on Twitter uh, opinions have been on Twitter about Killer Clowns. No, for sure not. It was a thing no. a couple of years ago. Remember that? There were, it like, was. Clowns yeah, I US. very like very well remember that. Yeah. Anyway, before we get to all those things we just mentioned, Davis always has a history breakdown for us. I'm always interested in this, especially this one being more of an indie film, not as widely known. Curious what you got, Davis? What do you have for us? Yeah, it was definitely interesting. Now, remind me, you have seen this movie once before, correct? I've seen it. This is my second time watching it for the podcast, okay. yep. How long ago did you see it the first time? Do you remember? Uh, can't be that long if it was 2016. I mean, Yeah, two, be... three years ago, something like that. Okay. Probably during uh, during COVID, good, uh, nice little uh, comfort <laughs> nice film little, during COVID. Well, cozy, cozy <laughs> nice warm bowl of chicken noodle soup in the That's exactly right, you know? yeah. Um, <laughs> so did you just randomly see the movie you're like yeah let's give this a try uh one of my favorite wrestlers when i was a kid chris jericho has a podcast mm-hmm. he's big into scary movies and he said this indie okay. film terrifier is one of the best i've ever seen so i was like all right i'll mm-hmm. find it and watch Interesting. it so yeah i will say um i had absolutely zero knowledge of what this movie it's not super well known was. not super well known no to the point where i had seen like pictures of the movie poster or whatever before mm-hmm. And I a thousand percent thought it was from the 1980s, like a hundred percent. Yeah. Even though it came out in 2016. I'm honestly like, very oh. pr- proud of myself. I'm definitely not a hipster or no, like, like the underground stuff or anything. So uh, no one like this fairly indie. No, film, you're I feel trying to good. just flex really quick. I know. So, I do feel good about it. You're so cool. Whatever. I'm yeah. usually just into mainstream <laughs> stuff. So you know, I like it. 
Everybody go on Twitter real quick and tell tell us how much of a hipster Ryan is. Just real quick. <laughs> I liked it before it was cool. <laughs> I know nobody or most people listening to this haven't seen uh, Ryan before, but um, he's definitely wearing like a long brimmed uh, like fedora like <laughs> hat. He's got round glasses on. For sure. I'm really in Austin, Texas too. So his beard is like two feet long. It's insane. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> is that an IPA you're drinking? Anyways, okay. <laughs> so. Into the background history real quick. Written and directed by, we're going to go Damien Leon. Possibly Leon, but we're going to go with Leon. Mm-hmm. Um, and these, well, currently three movies he has written and directed around Art the Clown, the main mm-hmm. the main character of these movies. Um, and that's really all he's done with his career is these three movies. So very, okay. very focused on those. Um that was another thing. I had no idea about this movie. I knew there was a second movie I had heard of recently. I didn't see which year, but maybe last year, Terrifier 2 I think it was 2022. Came... Yeah. 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 Terrifier mm-hmm. 2 came out. So I at least heard of that. Had no idea that there was a movie before this one involving mm-hmm. Art the Clown called All Hallows Eve. But mm-hmm. it's also interesting that that movie has no connection to mm-hmm. the Terrifier's universe or whatever. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. like completely just a separate film. Just got they just liked it enough that wanted to give it its own yeah its own thing yeah yeah a whopping thirty five thousand dollar budget for this movie. Jeez, I know I that's that's impressive. Um, what else do we got here? David Howard Jeez. Thornton, um, mm-hmm. art the yes the actor of <laughs> art. Um, has previous experience as a mime and used that in his auditions to uh, okay. land the role. I see that. You definitely yeah, see, that see that for sure. Yep. Yep. This one was very, very interesting. The one of the most interesting um, backstory facts we've we've had on the podcast mm-hmm. in a while. The director wanted to create Art the Clown to be as different from Pennywise the Clown as possible. Hmm. So Art has no hair. Yeah. No color, just black and white. I was going to say black and white, yeah. Interesting. So, really I didn't really think about that, but that's very true. Like, I know, they don't, you don't think about it. Two but... killer clowns, but they don't remind... Like, they, they were successful with that. They don't really remind you of each other, <laughs> as, like, at all. As as different as two killer clowns could be. They, 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 nailed, it. <laughs> they nailed it. Makes you wonder what's in the middle of the spectrum between the two. Hmm. I don't know. Ronald McDonald? That's mm. accurate. He's killed many children and yes, yes. and adults, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> kind of indirectly. <laughs> um, and last little one, um, won't give away too much at this point, but okay. there is a a you know not a mannequin, but a body mold jelly type of thing that's used for one of the practical effects in the movie mm. for which the actress had to sit in the mold and got stuck in the mold for an hour and almost had to go to the ER because of it. But uh, it makes more sense. I'm pretty sure I know which one you're referring to. Uh, it's it makes very, me, it has to be very obvious. Yeah. Yes, it <laughs> makes a lot more sense. It makes a lot more sense then. Cause it looked pretty good. We'll get into that later, but makes sense now. Why? Well, that's the interesting so thing with a $35,000 budget, basically all the, effects for this movie are practical like almost all of them mm-hmm. weirdly yeah. one of the only cgi things in this movie is a cgi pumpkin added in because they wanted to make to make it mm. look more halloweeny in the pizza shop the I pizza think. shop nice it's just and, such uh, a random oh you know what 
We're not trying to use CGI, but we we need to use the CGI Honestly, for the pumpkin. And we'll talk about this in the production part, but I, I would have guessed that too. Like most of them did look like good practical effects. I like guess what it looked like to me. It didn't look like these were outrageous CGIs or anything. Yeah, we'll obviously talk about it more. It felt like a 1980s slasher movie, honestly. Yeah, 100%. kind of what it felt like. But, uh, yeah, we have one more other note, but uh, we'll save it for when we're going through the plot. Let's get Not to the to plot now. A man is watching. Wait a, a second! Small... Oh, man, <laughs> been quick on really... the trigger. Well, you tried to jump the gun that time. You, I know. You but were you've been like. My... You've been oh, I know. You were trying to match me because previously I was, I was getting I... I was getting quick with the trigger. Now you're getting quick with the trigger. Yeah, I'm trying to get a sentence man. out here. <laughs> a man is watching a small time... TV. Where <laughs> I, like, I can go for a second one. I go for go for. I don't know. I was saying next time we should uh, play chicken the opposite way and just. Both of us stay silent Wait. as long as possible. <laughs> <laughs> Great Anyways. podcasting. Yeah, really good stuff here. Anyways, if you haven't seen the movie yet, we're about to break down the whole plot and everything in it with all spoilers included. So if you would like to pause now, go watch the movie. It is currently, I know if you're a subscriber to Peacock, it's currently there. I watched it on Amazon Prime where it's free but with ads so if that annoys you definitely get that i definitely had some interesting breaks for coffee ads during the movie that uh hmm. definitely didn't match the vibe of the movie <laughs> so that's not your thing understand that but it is free or of course you can always rent it on uh amazon prime or apple or anything it's like on that. peacock so, i watched on peacock so no ads except for at the beginning they do like two or three minutes ads at the beginning of it and then nothing that's almost doesn't that almost doesn't count though it's just like it, yeah i don't count it because I, I don't pay yeah. attention and then the whole movie exactly. interrupted. So, exactly there you go so, so anyways now... go watch it come back <laughs> listen i would imagine not a lot of people have seen it this is definitely not a huge movie so no i mean it I probably mean, has a lot of compared to the I know other it has ones like a, a cult no. following but i this is definitely as far as views total, this is probably not one of our highest ones at all. If, it's probably if our not, lowest. Maybe the lowest, yeah. It's probably yeah. our lowest, yeah. So now we'll get to the plot, where, as I had mentioned oh. twice now, a oh, man uh, is watching a small TV a where Monica Brown, a talk show host, interviews a severely disfigured woman, the sole survivor of a massacre that took place the previous Halloween. Brown mentions that the body of the killer, known only as, quote, Art the Clown, disappeared from the morgue, suggesting he is, in fact, still alive. However, I say, with this first scene, I double-checked to make sure I clicked on the right movie, because I was like, did I actually click on the second movie or something? I feel like I'm yeah. missing something here. But... Yeah, it's uh, the little fake-out, which we, we always like that. It was. Uh, kind of, and it stresses me out to where I'm like, I picked the wrong movie. What am I watching? The disfigured woman insists she saw him die. The man, revealed to be Art the Clown, furiously kicks the TV and fills a garbage bag with bladed objects. After the interview, Monica talks to her partner on the phone and makes disparaging remarks about the interviewee because of her appearance. The disfigured woman, who'd been eavesdropping, attacks Monica and gouges out her eyes, laughing maniacally, and really sets the tone for the rest of the movie. I added that last part in there, but really sets the tone. Yeah, she did. Yeah. Kind of strange. The first kill we get is not from... Uh who our supposed villain is going to be, you know? No. No. On Halloween night, two friends, Tara and Don, leave a Halloween party and encounter Art the Clown. He follows them into a pizzeria and makes advances at Tara, unnerving her. The restaurant owner later roughly escorts Art from the premises for fearing his feces all over the bathroom walls. The girls then... 
credible that you can control your bowels that much to just explode with diarrhea on command like that. If you can come back from the dead, you know, spoiler alert, but then this is just old hat, as they say uh, in the game. Yeah, the, everybody knows that famous saying. Everyone knows that. <laughs> the girls then leave the pizzeria and discover that one of Dawn's car tires has been slashed, and Tara calls her sister Vicky to come pick them up. Meanwhile, Art returns to the pizzeria where he kills and mutilates the two workers. While waiting, Tara asks a, pe- a pest control worker, Mike, if she can enter the derelict apartment building he's working on to use the restroom. While inside, she encounters, quote, the cat lady, a deluded squatter who believes the That's doll So carries... interesting that she's described as the cat lady. That's like The cat lady. I would have never... Mm-hmm. Like I get it, but I don't feel like that's more the most the accurate way to describe. Yeah, I think it's like... the doll lady. When, and because she even the doll she has, she believes is her in- infant child. I feel like it's a better way to describe her than the cats. There's a lot of people no, who the have cat cats, lady so... completely, yeah. really just goes the opposite way. Also, I know we offended the uh, basement community last mm-hmm. episode. Really offending the cat people by they're getting dragged. Right here, like, absolutely. Her dragged. being, her having a cat had nothing to do with how crazy. That's she was. that's you know the weird I mean? thing. Not the not the baby. No, not the no, no, plastic no. dolls. The it's the cats. <laughs> Art enters Don's car and actually abducts her. Tara then encounters Art inside the apartment building, where he gives chase and attacks her with a scalpel. He eventually does subdue her, rendering her unconscious with a sedative that he apparently carries around. It's all in the garbage bag. I know it's, it's pretty incredible. Bag. You think like you get like the saws and the scalpel. It, a, a a syringe that has the stuff already in it, like right. I don't know. I'd like to think the garbage bag's kind of like a, a Santa sack mm, thing. To Santa, where it's I knew like, where you're going with that. Yeah, I guess. To it where is. it's like you don't have to like rummage around. You just like I know exactly exactly what I where need. it, it comes right out. Yeah, that's true. Tara awakens, bound to a chair, and Art reveals Don suspended upside down. He forces Tara to watch as he saws Don in half with a hacksaw, and I don't think that really does it justice. Saws her that in half. That doesn't do it justice. Upside at all. down, so you can. Her her head is the last. Well, thing I mean, sod. To put it the most nice way possible, starts at the groin and goes yes, and vertically from there, straight down. Tara escapes and batters Art, just beats the crap out of him with a two by four until he. We'll see. One of the bigger twists of the movie produces a gun and shoots her to death. <laughs> one of the he, he like broke horror movie rules. Like he did. You can't time. have a gun. What? It's cheating. I know. Big time. The cat lady, again, not fair, should be doll lady, but the cat lady witnesses this and begs Mike to call the police, but he dismisses her as insane. After all, you know, she has cats. Cats. So (laughs) she must be insane. Art stalks Mike and knocks him unconscious with a hammer. The cat lady then discovers Art cradling her doll, and in a plea for the return of her, quote, child, she tries to show motherly compassion to Art by cradling him. Vicky arrives to take Tara and Don home, but is lured into the basement by Art there, she discovers Art, who has severely mutilated the cat lady and is wearing her scalp and breasts. I will say, I did not remember this from the first watch. I, that happened, I definitely did not remember that. <laughs> that he is wearing her hair, but it's her, her scalp and hair, and her breasts, like, completely cut off, and the whole skin around her chest. Yeah. Pretty disgusting. He went, uh, he did go full saw, though, and uh, kind of mm-hmm. did the misdirect with he did. pretending to be her laying in the middle of the floor. Nice got a feminine figure. I'll say, like I, it does look like a woman. Listen, laying there. That, that sack he's carrying around has to be like eighty pounds or something like that. It's very true. 
It's hard to keep weight on when you're dragging that around all day. Absolutely true. He then chases Vicky and corners her into a locker and turns his his attention to Mike's co-worker arriving at the building. After ambushing and decapitating him, Art continues to chase Vicky. She manages to escape him but stops to grieve upon finding her sister's corpse. Art then catches up to her and attacks her with a makeshift cat of nine tails. But Mike, having recovered, arrives and knocks Art unconscious as the hero. The two flee and call 911, but Art appears and overpowers Mike, stomping on his head repeatedly, killing him by one of them finally smushing his head down into the ground. The old watermelon trick. Brutal one. (laughs) Absolutely brutal. Vicky retreats into a garage, but but Art rams through the door, runs her over with a pickup truck, incapacitating her. As she lies unconscious, Art begins to eat her face. The police finally arrive, but Art shoots himself inside his mouth with a pistol before he can be apprehended. The officers discover that Vicky, though, is still alive. Art's body's taken to a morgue. End of movie, you would think, right? That's it. That's the end of it. His body's taken (laughs) to a morgue. I was baffled when that was not the end of the movie. I was like, Along with the bodies of his deceased victims, the medical examiner unzips Art's body bag who reanimates and strangles him to death, strangles with one hand, mind you, his right hand, just, it's impressive strength. One year later, Vicky's released from the hospital after rehabilitation from the injuries inflicted by Art. She is revealed to be the severely disfigured woman from the film's (gasps) opening scene, and thus, the events of the entire movie took place that previous year in scene. I wanted to ask you, Davis, two things about this. One, I'm not minimizing what she went through, but... I don't think you need a year of it's rehabilitation. Not a, not a great way to start off. Okay, she rehabilitated for a year from getting her face eaten. I don't think that's really needed. It's brutal, but it's like, what, what do you have to rehabilitate from? I'm, and yeah, she had the cuts and everything. Like, not a year. A cat of nine tails. You don't need a. I, I'm, I don't know. I didn't get that. I didn't. Maybe it was like six months, like physical rehabilitation, and like six months of mental rehabilitation. No, mental. You know yeah, I, mean? I totally get that. But like eating your face, you should be good. good to go like pretty quick. I mean, it's horrible. I'm just saying, like. <laughs> You heard it here, folks, people. Uh, Ryan said, getting your face eaten, not that <laughs> not bad. Not that bad. <laughs> not that bad. <laughs> but the thing I was curious, did you re- uh, did you know the whole time that she was the disfigured woman from the beginning? No, no. Not or until there was the, anyone in it? Not until the, literally the hospital scene where it was like, they had her okay. back to them. I was like, okay, well, yeah, it's going to be her. But, but no, did you realize it not. was anyone in the film up until that? Cause no, like, absolutely not. Uh, so you thought it was that happened with her, and then this was all chronological from the beginning to the end. This was a chronological film. Yeah, because they made it seem like it was like a okay. year ago or something. See, like it's, that, it's funny. It that tw- I, I, I found out that was supposed to be a twist. The first time I watched it, I thought it was like the main girl at the beginning, Tara, but like it ended mm. up being Vicky. I thought it was one of them. I, I I don't know I don't know why but apparently yeah a lot of people it, that's I mean, supposed I'll to be say, kind of a twist I'm like I kind of I always thought it was someone in the film like it was happening like I'm that not surprised was people would get that though because it wasn't the most effective twist it was like oh okay yeah cool no I, it made a ton of sense because it was like last Halloween yeah. this happened and then it showed I mean I don't know I get where someone I get where someone could say oh well this was I'd last take Halloween that back. this Halloween I take but. that back I first started thinking that when he was like eating her face i was like okay yeah that's kind of yeah but mine like from the beginning i literally thought it was okay now we're going back and that's she had dark hair we see tara for the first time like oh it's her then tara dies we see vicky i'm like oh it's her like it's because she had dark hair so i don't know uh i feel like i hate that i kind of wish i like from the beginning i knew it was one of them but 
that's why I was kind of curious since your first time seeing if you if that did work on you. Like you like if you knew yeah, from the did. beginning it, it did, was honestly. okay. That's good. Okay. I was gonna say random note. I don't know how, but the mm-hmm. worst uh, special effects of this movie is her rehabilitated face. Like I don't. I know. It looks so weird. I don't know. I know. I don't, it's yeah. I don't all know. the people dying are really good, uh, right? Then, but she, she looks like she just had like a foam, a foam head on or something. I don't know. I know. But think about. It. I mean, the others. You know, it's it, they're not putting it on a person. They're replacing the no, person with true. this prop. You know, this is it's put on her face. So maybe true. that's why. Yeah, yeah. But Davis, um, the one note movie. we missed uh, is that when uh, I think it's Vicky, like stabs Art in the foot. Mm-hmm. And she like runs off, and he like gets mad and flips her off. That was improvised. Yeah. He he it was improvised. <laughs> interesting. Yeah. Okay, interesting. So the best actors do scary movies, funny movies, whatever they improvise. That's why they but, say Paranormal Activity is one of the greatest scary movies of all time. It's one of the because greatest it was cinemas. all American improvised. Cinemas. That's all. That's the improvised. only reason why they say it's so great. Improvised. Well, of course it's improvised. It's real because it's uh it's, it's found, found footage. footage. So, yeah. I mean. But this is Katie's a scary... still out there with hunters. <laughs> It this actually is a wasn't scary Tom movie, Davis acting. What, anyway. What's your uh, scariest moment of this movie? What do you think? Yeah, this is interesting. I wouldn't say there's a bunch of jump scares. There's some. I wouldn't say there's a ton of bu- jump scares. And I also wouldn't say all of the gore aspects of the movie are super scary. So it kind of depends on what scares you. Because I could see like the sawing in half being the scariest moment. But it wasn't particularly t- for me. For me personally, we'll go with two different ones. One being art just like staring at the two girls in the pizzeria. I thought it was like really, really creepy the way he was just start, or It's not the first time. They do see him in the, no. in the alley. But it's pretty good early setting the yeah. stage for it. Yeah. And then the other one that I thought was really good was when um, Tara, right? She's a kind of the, the main first main girl before Vicky comes yeah. along, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, when she's about to leave the building and, like, she opens the door and he's just standing there with, like, a scalpel and a weird look on his face. I thought that was you, really... You thought that was good? It's not, like, it's not like a jump scare, but it's, like, it's a good show of how weird and creepy he's going to be throughout the rest of the I movie. I was curious you know what I mean? you would think about that one because I feel like that one's not iconic, but that's definitely one that sticks out. When he's holding mm-hmm. it and like his hands are kind of, I think it's a good yeah. shot in it. So, what do you think? I, I think there's a lot that you could pick from uh, the pizza, yeah. the pizzeria slaughter. Um, yeah, is, is the first like real brutal thing we get. Um, I mean, and it's just how his, you know his sh- shit on the walls of the bathroom is pretty. Terrifying that's pretty also. terrifying. But then, like, it's the first real like you do see. Okay, the girl gouges out the other woman's eyes, but with mm. art, this is the first br- brutality we see where he's stabbing right. the head like. I don't, I don't even know, know how many times, times we see. A lot of times. Yeah. A lot. Um, cat lady mutilated is pretty like, – that can be – when Doll it shows lady. her laying there. Doll, Doll lady. lady. When she's laying there like exposed and everything and that's yeah. pretty brutal. The beheading of the coworker, uh, Mike's mm-hmm. coworker that gets there. Um, the art's final attack where he starts eating her face. I can see that freaking out somebody. Yeah. Uh, in a different way. That's more of like a gross one you know, than it is like, right, scary. Right. Uh, art Where's rising – I thought art I was like with say all more, the... more so the uh, eating the face is on mm-hmm. the same kind of thing with the uh, sawing the person in half same same sort yeah. of gross out gore type of scare yeah and that's but... in the the art rising I thought was good just the lights and the production they had with it was mm-hmm. was a pretty good scene uh, and finally this one's not 
this is a stretch, but Vicky in the wheelchair at the end, same with the beginning. Like it can kind of freak you out. It's, it's it looks better on the TV because it's further away from exactly what mm-hmm. you're saying. Mine though, I had to go with Dawn. It was I knew it was coming. I remember it. It was still extremely uncomfortable to watch. Like brutal. Definitely not a jump scare by any means, but just so mm-hmm. brutal. Like so yeah. brutal. Like I'm literally sitting there and very I don't have a weak stomach. And very few times am I watching a scary movie, I'm just like dang man like and this was one of those scenes where i was like this is absolutely brutal uh you're sorry don is the co-worker right yes the one that gets sawed upside down just make sure yeah and it's um, oh oh oh, no i was thinking don as in d-o-n but her name is don as d-a-w-n no the co-worker mike's co-worker is just known as mike's co-worker doesn't have a name no don is the He got I know. Over I know. In the credits. That's so but uh, no, Don is the one that gets sawed upside, and it's just so incredibly brutal. And it's like I imagining that actually happening is just because she's alive for a good yeah. amount of time as it's happening. I'm just like, and it's that's more of what is like imagining. That it's very much similar to what I said like throughout the Strangers. Is imagining this one actually happen is like God. This is terrible. Yeah. Like, to even think this thing up and then shoot that scene like that is insane, man. Like it's pretty insane. One of, yeah, one of the, it definitely doesn't happen very often, but one of the times I have a hard time looking at the TV the entire time while I'm watching Yes, it. you know what exactly. I mean? Exactly, same. And knowing it's not real, like, I know it's not real, and right. it's still like, jeez, And it still man. really doesn't even, at points, doesn't really look that real. Like, you can tell, like, it's yeah, if like you're a, looking a for it, you, jelly yeah. mannequin mm-hmm. thing. But still, it's, it's very uncomfortable. Still. Uh, How do you feel about the? the... <laughs> no, no, no. We're gonna keep it serious for a second. I saw that. I think it was in the Wikipedia page. Saw mm-hmm. that kill specifically described as controversial. What do you think about that? Because it's kind of. I don't want to say it's a, that. a sexist thing, but it's. No, it's... I can see it. The word it's. it's um, just... It can show, like, um, it's not just a kill. It's a specific woman kill in a way you can kill a woman. Like, I, right. I see where that could – why this wouldn't be thought of if it was a man, basically. You right, know? right. Which is probably true. I mean, it, I haven't heard someone say it, but I could see that. So I, that's not too surprising. I mean, it's, it's brutal. In and of itself yeah, with no con- – just, like, the brutality of it is insane. Yeah. Yeah, as soon as – yeah, as soon as that scene started and you could kind of tell where it was going, it was like, ugh, Yeah, God. I know. But but yeah, yeah, let's that's lighten things up. Yeah, what do you think with the funniest <laughs> moment of the movie, Davis? What do you think? What do you think? Um, This is one of the more interesting movies that we've had for funny moments. One, because they write in some funny moments. Two, because they write in some moments that are supposed to be funny, but they're not really written well, so they're kind of funny in that way. And then three, there's kind of just some acting funny moments. So I've got two. I'll go with one being... The two girls being at the pizza shop, and Dawn comes back and is saying that was literally the longest piss she's ever taken in her life. (laughs) (laughs) So ridiculous, but it was funny. Um, And the second being, I don't know why it was so funny to me, but uh, Art riding around on the little mini mini bicycle was hilarious to me for some reason. (laughs) A good little throwback to Saw, too, kind of. So uh, yeah, really, honestly, I thought you might like that. It was. I understand it was like a little bit creepy. But at the same time, he looked like he was just having a good time. <laughs> so I, seriously, I like, yeah. All right, dude, go ahead. That is what's different about him. It doesn't feel as much like he's trying to be creepy. Like, it is, like, genuinely 
it looks like, like he's having a good time. Yeah, he's just like messed up. Like he's like, yeah, he's the not saw trying. doll. The saw doll is trying to be creepy, you know. They are right. That's like, all psychological. Yeah, yeah exactly. Th- I don't think art is. I think he's just kind no. of like having some fun. <laughs> he's just a psycho. Yeah. Um, I had three. Uh, two honorable mentions. One, this was fun. I forgot about this one too. But you know, Don takes the selfie with art, and then after she gets <laughs> sawed in half, he takes a selfie. Yeah. With her, it's a good little parallel. It's brutal, nice. but yeah, it's a good little parallel. Um. <laughs> Whenever he's trying to get into the garage and he has the clown horn and starts like honking oh, it. Oh, I forgot uh, to mention Vicky. that one. That's a great really one. funny. Yeah. That that made me laugh. But the one is I'm glad you mentioned earlier. Art flipping off Vicky legitimately made me laugh. I was like, that was it's, really funny. <laughs> really like he's good. he's somebody got sat in the phone. He's like, when it's you know it's improvised now too. Like, yes. looking back, you're like that's, that legitimately that's a really was solid funny. joke. It yeah. was really funny. Yeah. Um, but now I I don't know where this is gonna go. I. I who, what do you think for best kill, Davis? I, I'm curious what you'll go with for best that kill. That is interesting because you could make an argument for several different mm-hmm. ones. In the oh, there's I'd multiple say. different ones. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I'm su- going to be interesting. Uh, I don't think I'm going to choose the one that you chose. Um, Prob- I'm, if you're saying that, then probably not. Mine should yeah. be. You want me to go first? You want me to go first? Sure. Davis? Yeah. It's well, Dawn. Was, yeah. I mean, it was my scariest I, moment. It's, it's Dawn. I mean. Because I, I wrote down all of them, and there's a lot. I mean, you can literally go, there's the host getting her eyes gouged out. The pizzeria yeah. stabbings. Dawn sawed upside down. Tara shot. I also said that's the worst kill because it – Absolutely. We were just already it's talking cheating. about it. I do like that they they flip it on its head, like what you're expecting, but still not a yeah. good kill. A cat lady with getting – I mean her her scalp and her breast cut Was off. Was it confirmed My, that she died though? That's true. I guess I just assumed – because we don't know that that's true. <laughs> we know she is because it says the lone survivor is Vicky from that building. Uh, so, true. yeah, she does die. I don't know. I can see the police looking over there. <laughs> uh, Mike's, yeah, the lone Mike's, survivor. <laughs> <laughs> Mike's coworker beheaded. Mike's head, you know, stepped on his. There are so many for not yeah. even a very big cast. So I'm curious where you're going with it if it's not Don. I'm surprisingly going to one of the ones that you didn't mention. Just, oh, no, my you did goodness. It. You actually did mention it. Oh, I think it was okay. just the very first one. Um the like pizza shop owner's son. I don't think he has a name, but mm-hmm. um, when he's getting like repeatedly the, stabbed in multiple places yeah. in the face, and it's like brutal man, they keep showing it. It's, and it's the first brutality of where the head is just getting yeah, God, it's and it's brutal, not a slow man. death either. Like he's Mm-mm. alive through it all, and it's more to me, it's more realistic that he's alive through it all. Mm-hmm. The other mm-hmm. ones like Dawn getting sawed in half. I was like, okay, they're. He's, like, through her chest. She wouldn't still be alive and moving around by now. Exactly. Same thing with um, Mike's co-worker. He gets stabbed in the head and then gets decapitated, and he was still moving around while he was getting stabbed in the head. Yeah. I was like, mm, okay. Seems tough. Yeah. Also, I guess it's it's possible. I definitely get that. But um, Tara got shot in the face and was still very much I know. Alive. I didn't understand that. It's not like a tiny bullet where it's just, like, this no. one little bullet. Yeah. I know. But... But yeah, yeah, that's what I went with. And, uh, I, I'm glad. I, I mean, knew you'd I, be surprised I, that. Uh, no, like I could have seen with. the pizzeria one. Uh, Mike's head getting stepped. That was probably my backup one. That one's pretty brutal. Uh, the whole thing. Especially down straight through. Have we done another movie where there's a a head getting squished like a watermelon? Probably, but I we watched a lot Maybe, at this point. Maybe it very well could be a movie that we haven't done also. Yeah, I just, that's, that's very possible. I know I've seen it before. I just can't remember where mm-hmm. we're at. Well, this is a fun one, Davis. What about Winner and Loser? We have the winner of Terrifier. This this will be a fun one. What do you got for us? This is, yeah, interesting. I feel like you could go 
so many ways. So I've got three. Um, I'm not going to pick one because I don't want to, and I'm a co-host of this podcast. I don't have to, so blow me. <laughs> nice. Um, one of them, this was one of the most satisfying scenes I've seen in any movie or TV show. Unbelievable that it ha- I haven't seen it done before. One of my winners is Vicky. Now, not because she lived, but the old plastic bag over the head suffocation thing. Yes, I had the I've same. Always, I'm glad you're mentioning this. I'm I've glad always yeah. had this issue whenever I've seen this in any movie or TV show. I've always been like, if that ever happens to me, one, I'm just going to use my hand to poke a hole in it, or two, I'm just going to bite at it until it pokes a hole in itself. <laughs> it feels yeah. like one of the mm. most inefficient ways to kill somebody, or just like one of the easiest ways to get out of being. Suffocated. It's something I liked about it. He, you know, Art uses the gun; it flips it on its head. It, the old suffocating yeah. rip, like. I feel like we got this is a horror fan making a movie like bringing these I, yeah, things up that would make more sense. Yeah, I definitely liked uh, art in the background of that scene. Also, like looking at the piece of plastic, like wait, he's like, what? That was, that was supposed <laughs> to work. <laughs> I've watched these movies before. How does this not work? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that's one of them. Uh, the other one I've got to go with Art's pain tolerance because he takes an absolute beating and stabbing and mm-hmm. all sorts of stuff. Never. A, even a squeak of pain comes out of his mouth, and I really got to give him props for that. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. in hindsight, I guess it's because he's some sort of supernatural and maybe doesn't even feel the pain. I don't know. It kind of seemed like he still feel, felt pain, but um, the whole raising from the dead kind of yeah makes kinda... you think something's going on there. But he was getting beat down to like where he was on the ground, like but maybe looking to give staggered. Them hope. You know, maybe it was like he's yeah, giving them be. hope. You know, that that was what I kind of thought was. He's giving them hope, like you. Oh yeah, look, I'm I'm hurt. You can take me to. If you're coming back from the dead, I don't know if he really. Yeah. You know. He did flip her off though. Would you be that mad if you got stabbed but you didn't feel pain? Like, or was it just because it was like an an inconvenience to him? It, yeah, like, I think it was more of an inconvenience. Okay. He's annoyed, like, oh dang it, this is gonna. All right, I res- I rescind that as one of my winners. Then it's been <laughs> rescinded. <laughs> one, the, actually, I take it back. I am choosing one. This has to be the biggest winner. Okay. Whatever brand of garbage bag that Art is using to carry around this stuff, man, geez, I need good it. Call. I needed to buy it yesterday. Good call. Like the way you can have that many sharp objects in a garbage bag, and it holds so well, and all that stuff's pretty damn heavy. Blown away. I don't know where you're selling it. If Art, you're making it yourself, you have a customer. Like I will, I will buy it. It's a good call also because those things are not big. The amount and it looks like it's pretty filled. This isn't just like the bottom, like the no. whole thing. Oh yeah, that would be heavy. These things are metal. I, I agree. That would be a very heavy Unreal. bag. Yeah, Unreal. But what do you have? What do you have for your winner? Uh, or I had one, and I was I had one, okay. just one thing, and there was I couldn't find many because it, it's such a dark film, you know. Um, I like a lot of where your head was at, the, at with these. Here's mine, and I think you – I assume you'll know right where I'm going with this one. It's something that's not usually a winner, um, but I got to go with drunk driving as the winner of this one. If there was a movie made to advocate for drunk driving, <laughs> it's Terrifier. It is Terrifier because at the very beginning – you already know where I'm going with this. If Tara and Dawn had just driven away, yes, they were a little drunk, especially Dawn – and she wanted to drive. The The tires were not slashed. They were safe. They could have driven away. Would be completely fine now. Drunk driving is not good. It's not a good thing. But compared to being absolutely mutilated. Um, I'd say. 
Normally they say drunk driving kills. This time it might have saved it, your life. It would have saved. So that's what I'm saying. If they wanted, if there was an association like we want more drunk driving, this would be the film to point you at. See, <laughs> see the alternate universe. We though. want more. We want more Here drunk is, driving in the world. Here's what could happen if you don't drive drunk on Halloween. See, so that's, fair. that's why it's my winner. It's very fair. My loser. Uh, I do. What a, I what do a rare, have a rare law <laughs> law to have. That's all of a sudden a winner. Incredible. Uh, I do have an honorable mention for the loser, and it's funny that we kind of talked about this earlier. Here's my loser, Davis. My honorable mention loser. It's Pennywise the clown. Pennywise was the clown. He is the killer clown. He's now. I know it's. I mean, you're talking to Mister It right here. I love it. It's my favorite book. Love the movies. Mm-hmm. But there's. A little competition now. Like, art's pretty brutal. Okay, okay. I will take that. I'll take that. Because I was going to have a take later on, probably in the ratings, uh, saying that I think art is a scarier clown than Pennywise. Okay, yes. And I love open to it, which I respect. Yes, I I love the story and everything. I would still lean Pennywise because he's more of a shapeshifter, you know, so there's more to him. But... Art but is immortal also, so let's... I, I could... That's why I say it's an honorable mention loser because before Killer Clowns, it was only... Pennywise. Now it's yep. Pennywise and art. You don't want to share the spotlight, you know? And here's Ronald my real McDonald's, loser. As we threw that in there. And Ronald McDonald. We touched <laughs> on this earlier. And I didn't want to describe it too much until we got to my loser. My real loser, Davis, it's the female body. It is absolutely <sighs> the depiction of the female body. Dawn gets sawed in half from the crotch down. Then yeah. you have, it's not just that. That's the main one. But also doll lady, cat lady, whatever. She has her scalp, but also her breast ripped off like these are two mutilations specifically of Feels the female targeted. body. Feels targeted. Yes, yep. At the females. I thought, and I see where you're mentioning the controversy. I can see where people are like, you know what? Women deserve better than this. We should be happy and celebrate the female form, not mutilated in movies. So the loser in this one to me, because it was two different women were mutilated yep. specifically in ways that women could. Or at least that it would accentuate what was happening. Kind of three. So. He ate the. He ate. Uh, if you want to, if, if mean, you really want to take this deep, yes, you could go with eating Vicky's faces, like women being, you know, they want to be beautiful and that kind of stuff. So yeah. So also now that we're talking about it, that definitely. I wonder if that's a purposeful theme because clearly we saw that Art has uh, mommy issues when Doll Lady is over true. there talking like you've never had the love of a mother, and he starts sucking his thumb, and it's like I don't know. Does the director have mommy issues? Maybe. I don't know. That's all I'm not going to lie, Davis. We've done 39 episodes now. This might have been my strongest winner and loser. I feel very good about drunk driving as the winner and the female body as the loser. (laughs) I feel pretty good. Congratulations. I want to congratulate you for feeling that strong. Thank you. Way to go. What's your your loser, Davis? What do you got? I had to go with art's consistency as an evil being because I could not figure it out. I could not figure it out. It was like, at first I was like, you know, he's in this pizzeria. He's, he's wanting to literally seem as creepy as as possible to these girls. And then he's like killing random people. So I'm like, okay, it's not just towards, you know, random girls. Uh He's down to kill anybody in his path. Mm -hmm. Fair enough. Then, you know, he goes and, um, is chasing down Vicky and all that. And it's like, okay, well it's back to the females. But then he was, you know, stabbing the people in the pizzeria and decapitating them, and he pulls out a gun to shoot Tara. Mm-hmm. I was like, mm-hmm. "Where's so? What do you, what do you actually want out of this?" I, I couldn't mm-hmm. figure out what he actually mm-hmm. wanted. There's no, 
consistency at all. And even if you like move further down, he leaves doll lady to live basically, but where's her skin. So that's really weird. And then very quickly kills Mike's coworker just without, you know, any thought to it. I just couldn't find out where the consistency was with art. I don't, I don't, at the end of the day, I don't know where his motivation's at. And maybe that's part of the story also. Maybe there is no motivation. But no, also, now that I'm thinking about it, I feel like there's got to be some motivation because he clearly had a thing with decapitating men, but had a different point of view on going after the ladies. So I'm not I'm not sure what my therapist would say about Art the Clown, but um, there's there's something underlying going on there. I just I wonder... can't figure it out. I did wonder how much was him just messing with them when he'd let them get away a little bit. And those, you know, how much is like, is he just messing with them? Or because I had the same vibe where like he starts sucking his thumb with Doll Lady, but like he's always gonna kill her. I feel like he was more lulling her into false insecurity, but maybe he wasn't. Maybe he was actually I like, no, dude. I'm enjoying. This. I don't know. I don't know. So I'm right there with you. Also, I just had to make him as some sort of loser too because I. I'm honestly upset with him using a gun. That's such just I cheating. I it's not it. it's not cool at all. Well really now cool. you can voice your displeasure, Davis. Now we're getting to why we have this podcast in the first place. Rating scary movies one to one hundred and then ranking them on our all time scary movie list. Well we have five categories, if this is your first time listening to us. It's we your each... first time, you loser. <laughs> Go listen to more episodes. We have five categories. Davis and I each rate them one to ten. So we each have a score out of 50. We add them together. We have a score out of 100 after that. Mathematics. And then we know where it falls in the all-time scary movie list. Davis, the first one. Wow. The story. What do you think of the story of Terrifier? I'm going to answer your question with another question, Ryan. Um, how do you rate something when it is an absence of that thing? I know. It's a it it's a great uh a great problem here. I know. I get what you're saying. This I can't say this for sure. This is one of the overall hardest times I've had rating a movie mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. cuz I think you can make so many arguments for like so many different directions. There's a lot of variance, yeah. A lot of variance. It's very like I honestly wrestled with trying to find a number for almost every single one of these categories. So first of all, like I said, there's not really a story. <laughs> like it's mm-hmm. basically this serial killer clown guy who is just going to go and kill people. And once he kills somebody, um, another character magically kind of appears in the place that he's at and he then kills them and so on and so on. Mm-hmm. Oh, and by the way, at the very end, he turns out to be uh, some sort of paranormal entity or something like that. Um, wild. But I've definitely said this before on the podcast. There's, a certain thing that I appreciate about horror movies that don't have too much of a mm-hmm. story to it, to where it's like, we don't need to flesh out characters. We're just going to get into some scary mm-hmm. stuff and go for it from there. So while I appreciate that, th- that about this movie, the ending where he turns out to be alive and like paranormal somehow just annoyed me to the mm. point where it tipped the opposite way on the scale. for me yeah so i'm not gonna go terrible because i still do appreciate the fact that it doesn't have too much of a story but the lack of a story and lack of explanation i have to take some points away from well a lot of points away from i end up at a three 
It's pretty harsh. Mama. I know. It's pretty harsh. I see where we're going. So, okay, Davis. I also got to say, with... as a a forward to my ratings, this is probably the most, um, most like, variance from category to category mm. that I've had for my ratings. It's, like, all over the place. So, I agree with what you're saying. There's definitely a lack of story, but... I appreciate – I don't need – like, we've talked about this in the past, actually, where I even said there's some movies where, like, I appreciate what you're throwing – there was one recently. I can't remember which one it is. Friday the 13th was, Part 2 has, like, no story, basically. But. Well, no, I was thinking of The Strangers, though, where we get all the – he proposed. Oh, and, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. okay, I appreciate story, but, like, there's a certain part. I'm like, Way okay, I don't need that much. Like, right, let's, right. And honestly, I really respected. They said, F the story. We're going right for it. And I, I went – I, and I agree. This one, there's like multiple numbers I could have gone with because it's like, do you like that there's no story? Did you want more? Like, right. And I really respected that they went the no story route, and I think they nailed it. Like, it's it's such a unique way of doing it. I gave it a six, Davis. I went above average on this. I was impressed by it. I'm um, not mad at that. Like I said, you can make yeah. an argument for so many numbers. I think another yeah. point that really annoyed me is the way, like, characters just showed up to be killed. Like, I know. It was just like... Oh, the only one Mike's I really, co-worker's here now. I must say, the only one I really felt that way about was Mike's co-worker, but I get what you're saying. Like it's, And it's, it is funny that there's not much of a story, so it's weird to give it an above average on the story, but it's like, <laughs> but it doesn't feel as random as it is. I get there's definitely a randomness to it. I agree with you still, it. though. You could make an but, argument. Like, I, yeah. you could make an argument for that number, so I'm not mad at that. Yeah. What about the scariness, Davis? I'm very interested to see what you say on this one. How scary? Because when you find something really scary, I usually don't. If I say, find, like, we're, we're <laughs> not so always true. lined up on this. I, I had the strangers really scary. You had the Babadook really more scary. More often like, than I'm not, curious. we're not lined up on this category. I know. Probably, I know. So I'm um, curious what's going to happen here. So I already said that I do think Art is a scarier killer clown than um, um, Pennywise, and I honestly think Art is the the scariest thing by far of this movie. Um, the way it's it's similar, like I kind of said, it's similar to an 80s slasher movie. It's like he is the 80s, you know, slasher villain. He really creepy going around killing just because he wants to. And in this case, like Michael Myers doesn't speak at all. You know what I mean? And so all of that, the way he's kind of just sadistically doing all this stuff is very creepy. Um, I don't think, I thought there could have been better jump scares throughout and I didn't find all of the gore completely scary. Some of it was kind of cheesy. Um, but I also kind of put that more on the acting than I do for this category in particular. You know what I mean? So I'm really basing this more on how creepy Art himself was. And I wish we almost got more of the movie on him himself uh, outside of just the, you know, the slashing and killing. All that being said, not bad still. I'm still going above average. Um, I just think it could have been a little bit more, especially with jump scares and thing like, things like that. So I end up at a six for scariness. I definitely agree. The main thing that was lacking was for me to get higher than I already am would be more jump scares. Because I think what's in it's really good, but there's not those jump scares. The reason I'm higher than you is... Very similar to The Strangers. I'm imagining myself in these scenarios, and the kills are just so brutal. Yeah. That took it even higher. Like, it's already creepy enough just the way, you know, art is. is really creepy. It's very effective. But then the kills are so intense, even when it's just 
getting stabbed in the ankle, you know, with like this. Even that's like super intense the way they're doing <laughs> By it. By the way, now they're on that. How in the world did she have the strength to keep going? I know. Running around when he just he like, like brutalized that. Thing, took yeah. out the Achilles there. There's no way. <laughs> but anyways. But it, it was really, um, it was both just how creepy he was and scary, but also just the brutality that took it to the next level. Uh, and I agree. I would have been higher had there been jump scares. Uh, or at least mm-hmm. more of them, because it feels like they weren't relying on that. But I always respect when you don't have to rely on jump scares, right? Right. Because those are easier to do. So it's too high, probably, but I do not care. I went with a nine, Davis. I went with a nine <laughs> on the scariness. Yeah. Ooh. This was intense. This was dark. Those, wow. Similar to how we have with the strangers, my a lot of my scariness comes from these like really dark uh, ones. Get to me where I'm like, man, dude, this is like, and I wasn't like jumping. It was more just like this uneasiness the whole time of like. And every kill, there was not one kill other than, I guess, the shooting, but so many things happened to her before that. Every kill is just like, God, these are tough to watch. Like, these are so intense. Yeah. Uh, and like I said, I understand. We are very different on the scariest category. Because, yes. like, the the killing and stuff is what creeps you out. And mm-hmm. I think, like I said, my scariest moments were art just being a complete yeah. weirdo. I know. In it's what bounces it's out. I love it. Yeah. I love it. And, I, and we that's also why went I said, six and nine, by the way. I, I understand it's too high, probably. Like, very few people would agree with a nine on this, but I'm sticking with it. The next one, Davis. That's the thing, though. Like I said, I literally for every single category, I think you could make arguments mm-hmm. for so many different numbers. I agree. So. What about the acting, Davis? What do you think? This one's also an interesting one. I <laughs> I don't know if this is my lowest ever rating for acting. But, oh, my God, it was really bad. It was really bad. Now, I will say, I bumped this up one point for Art's performance, mm-hmm. you know, in general. He did a really good job of doing, like, the miming and being a silent, ki- like, creepy killer clown. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Everybody else in this movie was not good at acting at all. Not good at all. I'm pretty sure... Um, Mike, the bug guy or whatever, I'm pretty sure he looked directly at the camera one time. And I was like, Jesus Christ, dude. Um, but my God, everybody else, like, and I, that's the thing. I don't know how much of it is these people being bad actors and how much of it's direction because you had stuff like, um, Mike's coworker gets stabbed in the top of the head. Right. And while he's getting his like neck, sawn on and decapitated he's got got his tongue going every much way and he's like very much still alive it's like that looks so weird and so and then there was like another part where um art is supposed to be strangling um tara i know i don't yep. know if you noticed that it's his loose. hands are like not even on yeah. her like, yeah the are thumbs are like off and, yeah. yeah yeah so i don't know i like i said i bumped this up a single point just because i thought what was his name? Uh, David David Howard Thornton did a good job as mm-hmm. part. Um, everybody else was pretty dog shit. Oh my god! Especially the last scene in the corner. All of them. I was like, look for a different <laughs> career. It's not going to happen. Um, I end up with three. I end up with a three for. Acting. Okay, we're not too far off. I gave a little bit more grace for two reasons. One, with a with such a low budget, you know, a lot of these people are probably uh, no absolutely volunteers. Which they're they're I, in school right now. Yeah, that doesn't mean that like you should rate them higher. Like I understand like the, the acting is good or it's not. Um, yeah. But I will disagree on two things. What I, I do agree with generally, I, the last scene specifically, I do think they were bad. I, I had the same oh my thought, God. <laughs> but I want to say, I do not think Tara was that bad. 
I do not think she was that bad. The rest and Dawn wasn't Dawn and Vicky weren't terrible. They weren't that good. There was something new, but they weren't. Yeah, the bad ones were. Of those Mike. three, I would rate it Tara, Vicky, Dawn. Of those, three. I agree. But like the rest are the bad ones, where it's Doll Lady, Mike, uh, Mike's friend, the the corners. They're all bad. The main yeah. three are not bad, and I would even say Tara was fairly good. I, I thought she was pretty good, uh, and I think the movie would have. I like that she died just to throw you off a little bit because you mm-hmm. think she's going to be the final girl or at Absolutely, least, die, yeah. you know, Absolutely. but I think the acting would have been helped if she was around longer than Vicky or something, you know? Um, right, right. But I also, the reason I actually went up to a four was because I thought uh, art was so good. I thought art was I get that. like really, really, really good. I, I was very, I almost went to a five just because he was like pulling it up like you know i'll get back to average just because he, he was so good the heavy lifting yeah he, he was really good like that's not an easy thing never makes a sound no. the way his facial um movements the way he's walking around very impressed by him so it's still only a four it's just because yeah everyone's average to below average except for him you yeah. know um but i still didn't want to go too low just because i thought he would uh he could yeah this could have been a big production. I think he still could have done it. He like if you said, "Okay, we're going to redo this movie with a twenty million dollar budget or you know hundred million dollars," you could still use him. It could still be him yeah, as art. Yeah, yeah, you know? I agree. So I agree. I, I yeah, I definitely think I will watch the second movie at some point, and mm-hmm. that's something I'll be looking forward to the most. Watching that movie is seeing him as art. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree. Uh, what about the production, Davis? What did you think? This is another tough one because like, it's very clear. It's an independent film. They have a $35,000 budget. There's only so much you can do with that. So there's kind of a ceiling. I feel like that's being put on the production for this, but that's not to say that they didn't still do a good job with what they had. Um, there's definitely stuff. There's stuff that looked still really good. And then stuff that looked confusingly not as good like and maybe that's just wanting to put more resources into certain scenes or certain things i get that but like um like vicky's whole head thing looking weird um after like every all the events have happened was a strange one of those production things that i don't understand why you couldn't do a little bit better on but then you have like mike's co-worker getting decapitated that looked really good um don getting sawn in half for having a $35,000 budget looks pretty good. Like you could tell, I don't know exactly how they were able to do it, but she was, you know, still alive while, you know, cutting through this dummy or whatever it was. Um, creating the look of art in general, um, all his prosthetic stuff that he has on his face, and all that looks pretty awesome. Um, but then there's also certain stuff where like the, the pizzeria's, uh, owner's head is like flaming and it looks just not good. It looks like it looks like it was done in the 70s or 80s, like kind of like we talked about. Uh, and same thing with Mike's coworker getting stabbed in the head. It looked it just looked 70s and 80s. And there's a a cool aspect of that to where I enjoy the movie because it looks like an 80s movie. But if you're just talking about it from a production standpoint, you're like that this movie was made in 2016. That doesn't look that good. Um, I will also say there was absolutely nothing special or, well, there was one bad thing, nothing special at all about the directing of the movie. I thought the C 
scene of when Vicky's in like the mechanical closet or whatever it is, and it's the shot of showing Art's face through the hole looked super weird. It looked like it was filmed like basically through a cardboard box that had a little hole in it. I don't know. I didn't like the way it looked. Overall, I'm giving above average points off the production because they did do a good job with what they had. Um, like I said, there's just like a ceiling there. So I end up at a six for, for that category. Yeah, I, I agree a lot with what you're saying. I think the biggest drawbacks, if I want to go negative first, was directing's nothing's really unique, but also the shooting. The shots weren't bad, but there's nothing super unique or cool. Yeah. But also the actual camera, which I understand, it's a low budget, but still you could tell the actual camera they used sometimes looked bad. Like the actual result of what was recorded did not look good. The positives, though... We make fun of the Evil Dead and these different ones. I was pretty impressed by like the decapitated head, the hat, the head to get stabbed. We talk the mold of Dawn getting sawed. Yeah, it doesn't look like a completely real. But for someone mm. for, with such a low budget, I was very and even regardless of that, I was impressed generally by the practical effects that we got from it. Uh, whether they were stabbings or like I said, beheading, sawing her in half. Um. I actually, it's funny you brought that up. I was, I meant to bring that up earlier. I liked Vicky in the closet. I agree, it looked weird. I don't exactly know what they did. Uh, I like the shots of her having like the the light on the her eye. eye. That yeah. shot was good. It was the opposite that. But I, like, I, I liked what they were trying to do with art. I get what you're saying. Yeah. Where it clearly was like, yeah, cardboard box, or maybe it was like the actual lens was like. Right. brought down i don't know it did look off but i liked yeah. what they were trying to do they didn't nail it but it added something to it mm -hmm. uh, overall mine were the the practical effects were the main things about it that i really liked yeah. and the consistency yeah. i kept looking for all the blood that would be on them and scene to scene looked pretty good there was it wasn't yeah. ever a huge variance so i really wanted to go a bit higher um like to a seven or something but i couldn't pull the trigger because you're getting into like I, I can't rate it too much on a curve. You know, it has to be, is it right. good or not? Right. Um, so I couldn't go to a seven, but man, it's been a long time. And I did go above a six and we got a 6.5, oh, baby, you know for the I production. Won't, I won't get too mad. It's been a long time and I'll give you props for not yes. doing it a while. I'll give you props. And this one had a reason. I wanted a, six is just a little above average. I was more impressed, but I was like, this doesn't feel like a seven. <laughs> like this. But if I had to go one way or the other, I was going to go seven. So I, I restrained myself, sure. went 6.5. Sure. Last one, Dave, what about, what about the entertainment of Terrifier? Which is a unique word for this one. What do you think? I mean, like I said, I had zero expectations coming to this movie. I didn't really even know anything about this movie besides like the sentence long description it had before I pressed play on it. Um, so it started off a little rough because just the acting to where I was like, mm, are we going to go down that road where it's like that low budget and that low quality of a movie? But that like quickly went away. As soon as the the pizzeria scene happened, I was like, "Okay, we're not we're not going that down that road." Um, I mean, I enjoyed the movie overall. It's it's easy because it doesn't have too much of a story. It's entertaining in that aspect where it doesn't you know bog you down with some sort of backstory that you need to really pay attention to. Um, it has that kind of '80s flair to it that I enjoy and 
although it's not some like mind bending twist at the end with the story and it's not some, I wouldn't say there's just flat out like incredible action scenes or anything like that in it, but it has enough small twists to make it more entertaining, whether that be art randomly using the gun or art showing up riding a little mini bicycle around, or there's like small, small twists like that, that make it interesting enough to where it's, you know, it just makes for an entertaining movie. So I still went pretty high with this. I'm at a seven for entertainment. Okay. Honestly, it's an entertaining movie with, with all the constraints that it has on it with the budget and with the actors they had, it's an entertaining movie still. Yeah, this one was a tough one for me because, like I said, the word entertainment is tough. Because as impressed as I was with many things in this, we've talked about this. Sometimes, like you said with the Duke, when sometimes something is uncomfortable to watch, it, it may mm-hmm. not be as entertaining. So right. while I really liked a lot of the things that they did, that it was different, that they kept you on your toes. Like I said, yeah, him using the gun, unique kills. I was going to be even higher than I am, and I actually took a point off just because not that anything was bad, simply for the reason of some of these kills were so brutal. I was like, the rewatchability is not super high. I will watch this again at some point. This is my mm-hmm. second time. I will watch it again, but it's not going to be one that a year from me, like, oh, it's been – like, it's so brutal to watch. It can't be like something that you're – like, I've seen The Conjuring, you know, right. like eight times or whatever. Like, no, it's it's so brutal, and I don't mean this in a negative way. It's almost a a uh, compliment uh, I had to take a point away, you know, right. from the entertainment yeah. because yeah. it's so brutal, and that's what they were going for. So I was going to go an eight because of how unique it was, and, and my mind never drifts. My mind never drifts, mm-hmm. and which is something we always look for. Yeah. But I had to take off just a tiny bit and go to a seven po- – Jess Kane, I went with a seven, only a seven. Not a 7.5, but I went with the same as Davis, a seven out of ten overall. So thank you for doing only one hook and not two hooks. I, I know, that. I know. I actually You're was easing me back into it. You're this one was originally it. a seven and a half. I was like, you know what? No, let's take off the full point for the kills. So a seven overall. So when we get to the end of this, Davis, I was a thirty-two and a half out of fifty. Pretty good score. I have quite a mm-hmm. few in that range. Yours really got saved by the entertainment. At the end didn't know where we were going to go with this. You had eighteen. Until like the I said, final one, you finished with the twenty-five, so right in the middle. The most, the most variance I've had in categories ever: a three being the lowest and a seven being the highest. I three, six, three, six, seven. <laughs> yeah, it's, kinda... it's pretty wild. Pretty wild. It's but honestly that's kind of what this movie is. It's all over the place. So, it, no, it, uh, it absolutely. Is. I just didn't know. It's like, man, where are we going to go with this thing? Because it is. <laughs> that's uh... true. I could, I could see going either way with the previous categories that I did. I could see my entertainment going. Any well, which way. And that's when you were at 18, like, what if he gives us like a three and ends at 21? But 25 is <laughs> not terrible. You know, it's, it's it's really not bad. So now it comes in at a 57 and a half. We do not have a tie, which you know, with a half, it is tough to get a tie. But Davis, 57 and a half out of 100. Where does that fall? You think? That's that's pretty, pretty in there with what I feel like we have a clump of movies at. It's it's that. High 50s, low 60s range. I feel like we have a lot in there. Mm-hmm. We do. Um, I'd say more mid-60s to mid-50s. That 10-point range has a lot. Yeah, yeah. So that makes us pretty difficult. Um, what, we're at 38, 39? Is that right? 39, yeah, 39. This is going to be, it's, so it's got to be near the middle. Um, but slightly below the middle, I think. So 
I'm bad at doing math in my head right now. Um, 19. Wait. Yeah. Ni- uh, no, that's... That'd be that's slightly above. above. Yeah, that'd be slightly 22. above. 22. 22. Okay. So, Terrifier from 2016, a 57 and a half out of 100 comes in at number 20... Eight out of thirty nine. Wow. So your analysis is not far off from what you're saying, but a twenty eight. But here's the l- absolute logjam ahead of it. Yeah, fifty eight and a half, one point higher. We have Friday the Thirteenth. I, I, I remembered. I I knew Friday the Thirteenth was some sort of right around there. And half, well, get, and this one will make me mad. It will not make you mad. A half a point <laughs> higher out of fifty eight is it follows. It follows as a fifty eight half point higher, and I would just disagree <laughs> that it falls is a better movie than terrifier i get where most people would fall on that side I, I understand but i don't love it so 58 for them 57 and a half for terrifier just oh, i don't love this either 56 is friday the 13th part 2 and annabelle i like friday the 13th part 2 i get why this is higher but i really like friday the 13th part that's two. that's the thing those i feel like this movie and friday the 13th part 2 are extremely comparable like i'm i i agree I agree, yeah. but I can, I would, I like Friday the 13th part two more. Like it's more entertaining for me. It's not as tough to watch with the kills, which obviously from when it's from, but at yeah, least they're right next that. to each other. And then there's a bit of a, not, I guess not a drop off, but 55. So point and a half or a two and a half points. No, one and a half points lower. No, two and a half, two and a half lower at 55 is Megan 54, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I'm sure we would both agree that this is better than each of those. So Absolutely. it's a, it's pretty close. I mean, I don't think there's any – the only – I would have it a bit higher, maybe above It Follows. That's a half point behind it. Friday the 13th is a point ahead at 50 and a half. And then we go to Black Christmas at 61, Smile at 62, and so, you know. So I don't think it's really it crazy. Is, I think it's right around where it should be. It's absolute a log jam in that range of our rankings. My goodness. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm telling you, between 67 and 54, so in a 13-point range – we have 15 movies. So, like, that's, that's the... That's we need where some, I'm... like, statistical analysis. We need to... I need, it like, a graph made or something. You know what I mean? Gra- <laughs> where they're all rating with each other? Yeah. Yeah. You need to hire some nerd not, to do that. No, I'm not... I was about to say, I'm not going to put in the effort to make yeah, it graph. I'm not doing it. So. <laughs> but, Davis, before we get out of here, like we always do, we always have two questions at the end. First of all, could this happen in real life? What do you think? Almost completely yes to that question there's only two things that hold it back one you're never going to convince me that a killer clown can blast its head off and just be living at the end of it i don't care Mm -hmm. what kind of paranormal entity you are that's not happening no um also two another reason why i would lean towards no at all possibly um the use of the cat of nine tails weapon is so unrealistic like yes you could make it but using it as a weapon there's absolutely a hundred percent chance you're gonna hurt yourself using that thing like very true not safe at all um but otherwise a serial killer clown just going around killing people yeah uh, i mean i don't see why it can't happen i know i've said this before um and we keep running into movies like terrifier it's one of, if not the most realistic movie we've had like it's right up there i mean Yeah. yeah other than the uh, coming back from the dead. Um, 
but and, other than up and until that, that, and also slicing somebody's Achilles and still being able to run, and yeah, also choking around. choking somebody without using your thumbs, also that one. But <laughs> and what I put in there was absolutely no doubt, other than the reanimating. Uh, and I put I wrote down there are some sickos out there, and I could see this where he's like, <laughs> I just want to brutalize some people. That is the truth. That's the world we live in. Now it is. It is. I don't think. Oh, also unrealistic. Um, no. Although I said it had it as a winner, no garbage bag is holding all those sharp objects and not ripping. By the way, <laughs> forget no, everything else. That garbage bag's happening. not holding. Strong, that's never no. happening. Yeah, but it's. I mean, yeah. Overall, yes. I mean, there's sick people in the world that would love to just carve up people and brutally kill them. Sure. Yeah. Why not? But this one, I think I know the answer. But Davis, would you recommend this movie? What do you think? I would. Overall, say yes. Um, mm -hmm. The only reason I would say no is if you were way more casual of a horror yeah. movie person, yeah. you would probably watch this movie and be like, "What the? Fuck this isn't did the I casual watch? one. You'd have someone ease ease into. Is that no. what you're saying? This, oh, God okay. no, God <laughs> no. I had a, this would be in the bottom three of the ones that I would suggest to a casual horror movie watcher. Um, <laughs> You never but see overall, a scary movie? Terrifier. That's your movie. Oh, I'll get you hooked on horror movies. <laughs> I promise. But, like, overall, uh, it's, like, I had my entertainment as my highest category, and I mm -hmm. agree with that. It's still an entertaining, somewhat, if you want to put it that way, fun movie to watch. And yeah. although it's, you know, gruesome and hard to watch sometimes, it's, um, it just has funny moments. It's... It's not the type of low-budget movie that's so low-budget that it's just terrible. They do a good job with what they have, so I would I would still suggest it. it we're, Is this going to break your rule here, or are you going to keep going? We're, we're in lockstep. Strong? Mine's yes, but, I mean, it can't be for someone casual. It has to be for the right audience. But, yes, yeah. if it's the right audience, I'd say yes, because it's brutal. One of the most brutal movies I've ever seen, but... I really wrote down. I feel like this was a good palate cleanser for this podcast. We were getting into, you know, like at Christmas, we did Gremlins. And we're doing like some fun ones, some different ones, found footage. This really gets us back to our core of like horror movies. You know, we always mm -hmm. debate is this a horror movie? No, but it is a scary movie. It's under that. This is no doubt a scary movie. <laughs> horror movie. Uh, it really takes us back to the heart of like this slam dunk, no doubter uh, talk about Haunted House. Uh, movie that we would break yeah. down so it is brutal you have to know that going in and if you're not about that if you have a weak right. stomach no but if you don't have a yeah. weak stomach you're okay with it then i'd say absolutely yes yeah 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 uh, yeah if you have any sort of weak stomach i wouldn't suggest this movie even the slightest bit that no not at all well davis it's been our 39th episode of Talk of the Haunted House, a scary movie podcast with Terrifier from 2016. Big 4-0. We're almost getting over the hill, as they say. Over the hill. Almost. I don't know, almost if, I don't know if that happened or applies to our situation, but, you know. Why not? Why not? Well, it's, uh, it's, an old, it's an old hat, you know. Congratulations <laughs> to Terrifier. 57 and a half out of 100. Definitely not a bad score. It sounds like it if you're looking A, B, C, D, you know, F. Still, above the 50%, good job by Terrifier. I will say, I am fully looking forward to watching the second movie. I yes. honestly am. Plus, an indie film could be like a 20 or a 30. So, you know, yeah. that, I say good job getting there. Um, so, shout out to Terrifier. Again, before we head out here, though, wherever you're listening, Spotify for podcasters, Spotify, Anchor Breaker, Google Podcasts, 
uh, Apple Podcasts, any of those. Give us five stars. Give us a review. Tell us what you think about Terrifier being an indie film. How does it stack up with such a low budget? Also, wherever you're listening, you can give us those five stars. Give us those reviews. Go to Twitter as well. Follow us my personal Twitter, at Ryan underscore King underscore. Now you can follow Davis and the show. One more time, Davis, where can they follow us? Me personally on Twitter, at the real double D. It's just DSNOEs in between. And the Twitter for the podcast, at Talk of the House underscore. Go tell us, should Ronald McDonald be persecuted for all the killing he's done? We want to know. Who wins a triple threat? Ronald McDonald, Pennywise, Arthur Clown. Who wins? Let us know. Depends on how much how much time you have. You know, is it like a thirty That's minute true. grudge match? Is it That's thirty true. years where Ronald McDonald could give all of them diabetes? I don't mm. know. It's tough to say. That's a. That's a good call. He's playing the long game. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, game. thank you all for joining us once again for Talk of the Haunted House, a scary movie podcast. I will say, like I said, we we have we always do scary movies, but some are more like you know maybe a bit more thriller or more fun, like a Gremlins or even Jaws. You know. I will say real quick, I am extremely looking forward to this run of like seven or eight movies that we have oh we're in we have strong it is a really solid lineup we have coming so y'all should be excited so thank you all for joining us once again you might like some of our more fun movies and we do as well. We like every movie that we break down, at least on some level. For we, we like for Blair Witch. Podcast. Oh, you didn't think they were going to get got out. <laughs> but this one, like I said, it really got back to the core of what we're doing here. Horror movies, really true scary movies. And there was only one word I could really think of to describe this one. And it's truly that this movie is really brutal, gruesome, but also dark. And that's why you're here, ladies and gentlemen, for your daily dose. Of darkness. Of darkness. Oh, you can't see me. I'm doing the mime behind the wall trick. <laughs>